Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Show. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today we're gonna talk about content. We're talking about the content that drives traffic to your website, the content that brings in new patients, and the content that's gonna drive your marketing team crazy trying to keep up with the pace. Corey, I'm super excited to be talking about content development and what um, those medical practices out there can be doing to develop content for driving patients to the practice. What say you? I know you've got a lot of stats. You always do. And why don't you go ahead and set the stage for our, for our viewers out there? Sure. So stat I want to start with is that in 2021, 43% of marketers uh, said that their content marketing budget increased, right? So it's pretty big. But 66% expect that it's going to rise again this year. And to me, if you just look at it two years ago and you're saying that your content marketing budget is going to go by 66%, Obviously, that must mean that content is driving patients to these practices and it's helping them attract and retain more people, more butts in seats. And that's why it's so important. So when you're talking about content, though, specifically, what are you talking about? Because we're producing content right now. Sure. And we're, we're starting with this being a video format, which is something we haven't done in the past, which is also becoming our podcast, which we've been doing for years. But when you're thinking about a medical practice, what type of content are you referring to? Yeah. Well, really, when it comes to the content, the sky's the limit. You know, you've got video. You can do website content. So that's long form kind of written pieces. You can do short form small blog posts, you've got your social media. And then when you dive into social media, obviously you have your different platforms, your different mediums. Again, that can be video, that can be reels on Instagram, for example. That can be something that is really kind of like a series. Maybe it's a webinar or some sort of a download. So as far as you want to go with content, you really can. How would you, how would you advise those folks out there who are saying like, this sounds like a lot, I mean, how would they get started? Like, what would you think makes the most sense? Because it was a couple of years ago, and it feels like a couple of years ago it was COVID. So a couple of years ago that, you know, we were running, um, we were being asked to do all kinds of webinars and all kinds of content for associations and groups like that. And was it um, PR week that said, you know, if content was king yesterday, it's emperor today. And that's because there was so much focus. So if I was a medical practice, how would I get started with that whole content thing? Well, I think first you want to decide, you know, what message you're trying to get out there. That's number one, um, because you want to have clear, consistent messaging as you're creating this content across whatever medium that is. Because for patients, um, what you want them to see is sort of the same type of voice or the same type of image, regardless of where they're seeing it. So, for example, if they see something on the website, you're going to want to have that same kind of look and feel on social media. You're going to want to have that same kind of look and feel on your print ads. So everything sort of uh, comes back and is under that same brand. Today's episode is brought to you by ReferralMD, the leading centralized referral management platform for healthcare providers. 
As a cloud-based referral management solutions platform, ReferralMD helps you manage your referral process like you never thought possible. In fact, ReferralMD clients report an increase in referral conversion of 25% since switching to the platform and increases in operational efficiencies by 37% and a reduction in patient leakage by up to 65%. If those benefits sound good to you, and how could they not, we invite you to visit GetReferralMD.com slash DMT, that's D as in doctor, M as in marketing, T as in tips, to schedule a no-obligation tour of the ReferralMD software in action. Plus, as a thank you for being a listener of this podcast, you'll get 50% off, that's 50% off your implementation fee. All you have to do to get that 50% savings is visit GetReferralMD.com slash DMT. And now, back to our show. So yesterday, I had this content strategy that I had to deliver to a doctor, and it really stemmed from he's doing a ton of TikTok. And TikTok isn't something we would necessarily, you know, two or three years ago that we would have been talking and saying, all right, well, when I'm talking about creating content, we always led with, I'm talking about creating content for my website, or I'm talking about creating content for my lobby video. And now we're putting so much focus on creating content for social media specifically. So I had to deliver this content strategy for a physician. It's an ophthalmologist. And he's got like 5 million views on TikTok since he started you know, last year. And the, the process for determining what type of content we were going to do was very similar to the this process that we use for driving patients, whether it's through the website or re-educating or reinforcing, um, reinforcing things in the lobby or something to that effect. And we start with keyword research and we determine the topics that people are looking for. And then we use that in the content strategy. So even just yesterday, I had to deliver this content strategy um, to this physician. And really everything starts with content. What do we need to create? What do we want to create? And then what platforms are we going to distribute this content on? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. So when it comes to deciding where you're going to start, so we talked a little bit about the different types of content, but how do you know what topics to do? Um, number one thing to do there is some keyword research so that you can see what people in the area are actually searching for. And then when you know what people are looking for, it's your job as marketers to go out and create that content. So, for example, if you do some content research and you are in the uh, plastic surgery subspecialty, let's say that in your area people really want to know um, how long it takes to recover from a facelift. So, you can create content that directly answers that question, and you can do that in a variety of different ways like we were talking about before. And once you do that, um, then the next piece is amplifying that. So that's putting it on your different uh, platforms, that's putting it on your website and making it easy to find, so that way when your potential patient actually is uh, looking for this content, they find your answer, they look at you as the expert, and ultimately that helps them make the decision to go and schedule an appointment with your practice. Who should be, in your opinion, who should be driving the content strategy? Should it come from the practice manager? Should it come from a person that um, really has an understanding of SEO? Or should it come from a storyteller or a little bit of all of the above? Yes. I yeah. would say, yeah, it's it's a matter of 
uh, all the stakeholders have to come together and kind of agree on this strategy. So that can be the physician, that's the practice manager, that's someone with, with an SEO background um, coming to the table and saying, I want to focus on X, Y, and Z, and then having someone across from them say, okay, but we also need to consider A, B, and C as we put this strategy together. And really that's what it is. It's a strategy. It's not just kind of fly by the seat of your pants and say, well, I saw somebody down the street and they were talking about rhinoplasty. So now we have to do a ton of content to compete with them and talk about rhinoplasties. That's not really the way to go about it. But that is often the way that it, it happens. Is. And right. I actually, I, I came to this conversation with an example from this morning. I was going through and I was, um, I was asked to do a final review on a piece of content before it was going to be delivered. And um, I saw it a couple of days ago and I was like, mm, this is too much. I want to think about this a little more and came back to it this morning. But the fact is, it's a, it came from a client. I can see exactly how this happened. The client got a new laser. It's a facial plastic surgeon. He got a new laser for his med spa, and he wants to focus on the laser. He probably pays 100 grand for this thing. So we wrote a piece of content. What is a pulse dye laser? And it is, it's probably a thousand words. And it came from an explainer video that, again, they wanted to do, I'm sure. So we went out and shot an explainer video, which then led to a long-form piece of content, a thousand words, what is a pulse dye laser, which then led to what is a pulse dye laser, what can I use a pulse dye laser for, what are the benefits of a pulse dye laser. And I get into it, and I'm like, nobody cares. And really what I cared about is, and, and this made it, this happens to everybody. You know, you get a directive from a doctor or from a practice administrator, and then it makes its way and, and you just want to be, you know, you want to yes them and take care of it for them. And sometimes you have to, sometimes you need content for a content page on your website, but it got all the way to me and it's probably a 20 hour project already. And I just came at it and I said, hold on a second. I don't think this is going to work. And so I didn't want to upset the sensibilities of the, the right brain folks, which are your editors, your writers, your proofreaders. And I wanted more of a left brainer to take a look at it. So I went to our SEO person and I said, hey, I think this doesn't work because of A, B and C, but I don't want to be the one to deliver it. So give me your thoughts on it. So she came right back at me and I've just, I think this is really good information that our, um, that our audience can take back and start implementing themselves. But I said, you know, what is it we need to do? Well, right off the bat, she says the title shouldn't be what is a pulse dye laser. It should be guide to pulse dye laser or how pulse dye lasers fade facial scarring and redness. And so I think when you get at it, you have to lead with the benefit you have to tell a story that's going to that's going to matter to your audience and not just produce content for the sake of content. And there's so many things that we can do to improve content, but I think you have to lead with the research and you have to lead with the experts and not let your marketing come from a physician or a surgeon unless they're experts in what works. Right. And they may think they're experts in what works, which is something that we deal with all the time. But I think you hit the nail on the head. You have to remember your audience, right? So if something is a directive from a surgeon, so you have to think about why they're saying that and where that's coming from. If it's coming from them, it's probably because it makes them a lot of money, which is great. And so there very well could be a need for that. Or they spent that. a lot of money on Or they it. spent a lot of money, right. Um, but sometimes if you're using them as a source of truth and the source of information for that, um, they're going to be speaking to a different type of person 
they're going maybe uh, if they're dictating an answer to you uh, that you're going to transcribe and turn into content, for example, they could be using a bunch of scientific jargon and, you know, they're just kind of going off the cuff like they're talking to another physician. And then you cannot take that content, immediately turn it around and just you know, transcribe it and say, well, that's what they said they wanted. Because no one is going to understand. I hear that. that phrase so often, though. Yeah, exactly, and and no one's going to understand it. So just consider your audience, because at the end of the day, it's not another physician that's making an appointment to come see you at your practice. It's going to be a patient, and the patient needs to understand exactly what you were just saying. What are the benefits to this thing, and why should I continue reading or watching or engaging this piece of content? And don't hide the benefits way down at the bottom. Yeah. Always lead with those benefits and lead with the sound bites. And and I go to, like, we're, we're talking about content creation. It, it could be easy or it can be really intense. I mean, you could you could really produce something like we're doing right now, or it could be something that you get on your on your iPhone. Um, I think you just the, the real the real story here and the like the point I'm trying to drive is you need a plan and then you need to execute the plan. And no matter what you do, when you get into content, it's never going to be enough. If you're not careful, it's never going to be enough. I mean, we are we are recording this right now in our offices, which are tied to a very large orthopedic practice. We are right next door is a surgery center and we are basically there um we are basically their de facto content studio because we have all the equipment here and we are constantly on the run getting content. I think last time I checked, we had almost 500 either patient or physician videos for this practice. And the fact is, it's never enough. You can't keep up with feeding the beast. So you need to be selective in what you're choosing. Yeah. And that's um, a question that we get all the time is, well, I don't know what to write about or I don't know where to start. Um, and like you said, there's no shortage of things to write about. You just have to uncover them. You need to have that strategy and a plan in place. And then once you have that, yeah, you can add all the bells and whistles like we've got going on here, but you don't need that. You know, you were sharing that example a few minutes ago, how there's, uh, the, the you don't want to upset the people, the SEO people and the editors and the copywriters and the writers. And yes, we have all of those things as part of our team. That doesn't mean that you need all of that to start producing content. You just need a good, solid plan in place, and you need to know what content you're going after, how you're going to get it, and then what you're going to do with it ultimately. Yeah, and you know, it goes back to what I was saying before. I had to deliver a keyword research content plan yesterday, unsolicited to a physician. He's doing a bang-up job on TikTok. That's his chosen delivery channel, but it still should be rooted in research, and you should have a plan. And you can intermingle the fun things that are going to get all the likes and the shares and the engagement, but use the research to help you determine the plan so that you are not wasting time and you are as successful as possible. And if you do that and you produce really good content, it's going to pay dividends. Right. Yeah. And like you said, if you use the research, I mean, if people are looking at it on Google and they're interested in it, they are going to be interested on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and anywhere else you want to put it. With that... I'm Corey. And I'm Jennifer. And this is the Dr. Marketing Tip Show. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders. 